So he's looking at me, I'm looking at him, and we both get this really, it was a feeling of like dread. We're watching and I noticed a pair of red orbs, which ended up being eyes about eight foot off the ground. I look over and I break out some of our night vision here, look over at it. There's a freaking dog man sitting there looking back at me. Welcome to the Cryptic Creatures Podcast. I'm Brian. And this is Todd. Brian, what's happening, man? Oh, man, not a lot, but we do have a big show. I'm excited about this. It's our 10th episode, and it's a Dogman yep. episode. A dog I know, man it's encounter. what we've been looking for, so I'm I'm excited about this one. Yes, I am this too. This will be good. Shout out to all the listeners who are, who are uh, supporting us and listening. We have a lot of listens now. We're growing. Our Facebook page and group is growing. If you guys want to get in touch with us, feel free to contact us on Cryptid Creatures on Facebook or Instagram. uh, Email us at info at cryptidcreatures.co. We'd love to hear you. And Twitter. What's that handle again? Uh, Cryptid Creature 1. No no E on the end of creature. Gotcha. But yeah, man, this is a great episode. I'm excited to bring him on and talk about his stuff. He's a military oh, and yeah, police background as well. So, oh yeah. All right, you ready to bring so, him on? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right, here we go. Lee, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for coming on so much. We appreciate it. Not a problem. Thanks for having me, and thanks for getting up early for me too. Not a problem, man. Not a problem. Yeah, no anything, problem. anything for this episode for sure. We're excited about this episode with have you. To get up and get some coffee in us. That's right. That's right. Coffee, or as I call it, my anti-murder juice. <laughs> there you go. Right. So, Lee, the, the great thing about this episode is you had a dogman encounter, and people are so infatuated right now with the dogman that what we've seen from listens from some of our episodes, and you're going to be our first actual encounter that we have on, so we're excited about this. And uh, again, we, we appreciate you coming on. Why don't you tell us about your childhood, um, your background, if you don't mind, and, and walk us up yeah. to, to where you came into what happened and, and, and how you had your encounter. But, um, but, but take us into your background a little bit first before you tell us that. Sure. Well, I was born in the 70s in Missouri. And I grew up, went hunting with my father and my uncles down in southern Missouri. So I'd already seen and heard a few things, and I knew about the woods, graduated high school, and went into the military. Military, I ended up getting into a special operations unit, which for about six months, our job was going around to bases, testing their nuke surety, which is bases that have the big the big firecrackers that make the mushroom clouds. Okay. Testing yeah. the security on them to make sure that the security is up to standard and they do the proper responses and all the good fun stuff that they have to do. Mm-hmm. Well, we were at a base in the Midwest doing a security training exercise and we were parked out in a forest 
that was by a restricted area. We were watching their security forces, trying to see if we could pick up on any sort of routines that they do that they shouldn't be doing, you know, parking in one area instead of moving around or whatever they're supposed to be doing. I can't get in much into that because I'll get into trouble, but that's fine. fine. And while we were doing it, there is four of us. There is myself and there's three others because there's a fire team of four. We're watching and I notice a pair of red orbs, which ended up being eyes about eight foot off the ground looking at us. It was about our, one thirty-two o'clock position. And it's one of those, at first I thought it was, you know, a hoot owl or something, you know, the lights was reflecting off of its eyes. And, you know, I didn't think too much about it for a second. And what time of day was this, that, Lee? This was about two o'clock in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it was in October. So, you know, it's dark out. It's, cool out and you know it's one of those a spooky time of the year to start with and so i look over and i break out some of our night vision gear look over at it there's a freaking dog man sitting there looking back at me so i hit the guy next to me and point over at it and i go what the fuck is that he sits there and he drops his nods down, night vision, looks over. He looks at me. I look at him. And we're like, what the fuck, over? Now, this group of people that I'm with, we're all combat veterans. We were all served in the 91 Gulf War and various other places around the world. Thanks for your service. Not a problem. So it was, so, you know, it's one of those. We're not a bunch of newbies that are out on our very first assignment and have no idea what the fuck we're doing or anything. It's we've already been out. We've seen some shit and stuff. And yeah. So he's looking at me. I'm looking at him. And we both get this really. It was a feeling of like. I don't I can't say dread, but it was just one of those. It was sitting there almost like it was a decoy you know it was just sitting there just looking at us like how far away look at me how far away do you think this thing was when you saw it and can you describe what you saw well it was about eight foot tall and it looked like it looked like your typical sort of wolf standing on two legs it's hand well I'm using the term hands loosely. It's hands look sort of like a raccoon's hands. You know how they're sort of long and digity, correct? Yeah. Like a raccoon. Long and creepy looking. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the easiest way I can try to explain what the hands look like. Okay. Now, through the night vision, I can't tell you what color the hair was because it's all shades of green, but I can tell it was a dark color. Okay. It had the okay. ears that were, you know, sort of like, I call it like a um, 
oh geez a german shepherd you know how they got the ears that stick straight up sort right. of straight up right. big pointy ears. It had ears like that yeah it had ears like that and it was one of those it looking at me was enough to scare the living shit out of me yeah and now all of us we were all armed as well so i I might want to throw that in. We all had M4 rifles. Uh, the guy next to me had an M4 with a 203 grenade launcher. And a guy that was over on my other side, he had an M249 machine gun. So, you know, we're all packing. And we all had Beretta 9mm pistols as well. So, you know, it's one of those. We're armed. And we're looking at this thing going, holy shit. We all jumped in the Humvee and we tore the fuck off out of there, cut out across the restricted area. As we were going across the restricted area, they began trying to call us on the radio to find out who we were. And, you know, all four of us are in the Humvee and we're all shitting bricks. And we end up going to a bunker that's there. And hightailing it into this bunker, we we were like a bunch of schoolgirls that had just gotten scared for the first time, the way how we hauled ass and went into this bunker and secured the bunker doors and everything. And we didn't talk to anybody. They're all looking at us like all the security forces were like, I thought you guys were supposed to be tough. What the fuck are you doing being like this? You, You know, what the hell, you know? You hear all the Green Berets and Seals and stuff like that, you know, big, tough guys. What the fuck are you guys doing running around like a bunch of pansies and running and hiding into a bunker? We stayed in this bunker until the next morning when the security forces relief came out at six in the morning and followed them back around to the other side of the base. We were that scared to be out after that. Lee, can you tell me what the what the face of this creature looked like? Can you describe anything of the face? It had a snout. I can't tell you how big it was because, like I said, looking at it through night vision, obscure stuff a bit. Mm-hmm. But it definitely had a snout that stuck out, and it was wolf-like face is the easiest way to try to describe it. It was like a wolf did you see any fangs or any teeth or anything? I did see some fangs that were hanging out. And it smiled. You know how dogs will sort of smile with that smile and you can see their, all their teeth and everything? Yeah, it's like it was snarling or grinning. Yeah. Yeah, it was doing that. And, you know, it's one of those... But... Its entire demeanor, the entire time we were looking at it, it was like it was sitting there figuratively waving its arms with a, look at me, look at me. Don't look at the two fuckers that are coming up behind your asses and going to eat you for fucking dinner. Look at me so that that way you all stay still and don't move around. So there was others, there were other ones there. You, you guys knew that too? I didn't know it at the time but I talked with one of the other guys on the fire team and he sat there and he looked at me and he goes, 
I'm glad you decided to get the fuck out of Dodge when you did. And I'm like, well, why? And he goes, well, while you guys were sitting there looking at the one that was in front of us that was sitting there smiling and looking all nice and pretty for us, you had two more motherfuckers coming up behind us. One of them was on all fours, and the other one was crouching, doing a semi, you know, on two legs by pedal, but then would stop and drop shit down to three, you know, put one hand down and sit there and sort of crouch for a few minutes and was coming up like that behind us. I didn't see those two, but yeah. when he told me that, that scared the ever loving fuck out of me again. Well, for one to, to see one is crazy, but to know that there were more around, like they were hunting in packs. I'm surprised you guys didn't, I, I guess I, what, you know, you didn't shoot this thing, but you probably just didn't know what the hell it was. I mean, and yeah, I would have been scared as hell too, even being yeah, me too. carrying, I mean, carrying guns. Um, yeah, it, it's one of those, we didn't know what the, f originally, my very first thought was because this was around Halloween time, I thought it might have been a Halloween decoration at first. Uh -huh. You know, it was one of those, but then I was like, no, wait a second, it can't be a Halloween decoration. You know, it's just too articulated, too lifelike, too realistic. It, it Right. for a Halloween and it's one of those the side of the base where this happened at you don't go over there unless you have business because otherwise you'll either get arrested which is if you're lucky or you'll get shot because of the stuff that they have there so it's a people wouldn't have been over there trying to do pranks or anything like that because like i said that was my initial think what thought was hey it's a one hell of a halloween decoration mm -hmm. and it was yeah. until it sort of moved it's a couple it's moved its arm and you know just sort of moved its head a little bit around just watching us and scanning between the four of us and that's when i was like that fucker is not a halloween fucking decoration how far away did you say you were from this thing? Do you think? Hang on. I just got to convert from metric that I used to. It would have been 20, not meter, 20 yards less. Oh, wow. So, you know, it, it was one of those, as, as I like to say, it, it, it was an up close and personal. And, we had the up armored Humvee there that we had, and we were just there. Like I said, all of us were combat vets. We all jumped in it, and we tore out across where. Did you guys tell anybody then, your commanding officers or anyone after that? We actually got called in to the base operations commanding officer, who was a full bird colonel. And while we were there, he sat there and he began raking us over the coals because over on the side where we were at, you're not supposed to be moving around unless you have constant radio communication. So that, that way there's no incidents or anything. 
And, you know, as well as we didn't want to tell this guy, hey, you know, we just saw something that we don't know what the hell it is. And it scared the ever loving fuck out of us because he's going to look at us and go, you guys have all lost your bloody marbles. Mm -hmm. And here you guys are supposed to be at the one of the elite units. And you're saying that you've seen monsters. Yeah. Um. So. So we just chalked it up as a exercise and our radio batteries had gone flat. So we weren't able to maintain communication. Did you ever think, and, did you ever think werewolf when you saw this thing or did that cross your mind or? It did because it did remind me of the, Oh God, what was that movie? American werewolf in London. Uh-huh. It looked like it's, that. It's sort of like that, yeah. But you know, at the time, you're sitting there, you're, you're, you don't think it's a werewolf because fuck. Via everything you're taught, werewolves, they're fantasy. They're they're movies. You know, they're books. Right. They're 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 video games. They're not something that you are sitting there at work and you come across and you find fucking three of them hunting your ass. Did you guys ever go back to that area and investigate or look for any prints or anything, or did you stay out of there? We stayed the fuck out. We sat there and we were, we didn't go in that area. We would only go over to that side of the base after that during the day. It was one of those, we wouldn't go. If, if it was starting to get dark, we would not go to that side of the base. We would go and stay on the main side of the base where it was lit up and behind locked doors because yeah, it was, it fucked us up. So it was not, again, this was in a very restricted area. No civilians should have even known about or been able to uh, access this area. And had they did, they were looking at possibly being shot, if not arrested for sure. And to play a prank yeah. like that on Halloween or whatever, if it was close to that time in that area, just doesn't make any sense. No, because yeah. all around that area, they have these lovely little signs that say, United States Air Force, restricted area, use of deadly force is authorized. So it makes me wonder if, if that the reason these creatures are in that area is because they're safer there. There's no other interaction with other humans, except for maybe you guys, you know? Well, now I'll give you a bit more, but I got to keep it sort of vague is because of where we were at and they can figure it out. Sure. Also on that side is where the military working dogs you know, the canine units uh -huh. kept their dogs and they kept all the dog food and everything was there as well. And then outside of the base perimeter, there was a road that went and then about a, two miles down the road, roughly, there was a chicken farm. So, you know, there's plenty of plenty, plenty of, food. of food there, mm -hmm. you know, whether the dogs, dog food, chickens, and, of course, the forest. And there's 
a creek that runs through that. And of course, you had wild animals, you know, turkey and deer and stuff like that, that were that would roam around in there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they definitely had enough food sources that they could have stayed over there and not really been messed with that much as long as, you know, they lay low during the day and, you know, come out at night when, mm-hmm. you know, visibility is not as good. And most of the security forces didn't go into that forest at night because it was too far away from the restricted area for them to roam. Lee, are there any cave systems around that area that you know of? There are. Okay. There are. There are cave systems. There's a little national park that's five miles away Mm -hmm. that has two lakes in it and has some caves and stuff in it as well. Okay. So yeah, there's there's definitely places that these creatures could live and move around and everything with no problems. Well, Brian and I have a theory, uh, at least a Bigfoot theory, that a lot of these creatures live do live in cave systems that are unknown or that are inaccessible by man, and that's what they do. And then if they come out at night, that's you know, and they stay in the forest, that's how they're staying well hidden. And I think the same thing could be true with this dogman thing. You know, why not? Um, there's been a lot of sightings of this guy recently, a lot in Michigan. Um, you know, you kind of wonder, is this a government experiment? Is this a real-life creature? What's your thoughts? I mean, you saw this thing, Lee. What is your complete thought of how this thing really exists? Because you know it does because you saw it. But but what, what do you think right. is this thing's story? I don't know. It, it's one of those, if, if, it's a go- if it's a government experiment or something then i want to know who the fucking scientists are that did it because they're really fucked in the head (laughs) i mean sorry i apologize for cussing for that but yeah yeah to create something like that i'm sorry that you know i've said this before on the show uh werewolves is my worst nightmare and when i saw the movie the howling as a kid i was terrified so (laughs) people are telling me that these things are real I don't know if I can ever go out in the forest again, at least not with something at least a 50 caliber rifle or bigger. Yeah. Well, for us, it took us about a year before we would go back out in the forest and anything smaller than a platoon strength. Wow. Wow. That's how, that's how messed up it got us. And, you know, we're used to operating and, very small units to slip in, do what we need to do and slip out. Yeah. And for it to have done that to us. Yeah. That tells you it was pretty fucked up. Did you ever think about shooting this thing? It didn't even go through my mind because <clears throat> the M4s we had, they're only five point five five six two two three caliber. Mm-hmm. And from what I saw, if we would have shot this thing, I think it would have just pissed it off and we'd have been in one hell of a fight then. And then especially once I found out that I had two more coming up behind me, it would have been one of those, everybody would have had to try to concentrate on the one and 
now we're doggy chow from the two coming up behind us. <laughs> yeah, they were either curious or they were hungry, one of the two. I don't know. Exactly. And it's one of those once we weren't going to stick around to sit there and, and, and go over and try to pet them on the head and go, good puppy. How are you? We're like, we're getting the fuck out of this place. Sorry. I got a, I, you, I got a very unique sense no, of you're humor. Fine. That's so. fine. If you would have shot and killed one of these things, would you have taken it back to the camp and, and showed everybody? If you would have had to. Well, if I would, if we would have used our weapons, they they didn't have suppressors on them. So, of course, if we would have lit this this one up, the security forces would have heard us. Everyone would have heard it. Yeah. yeah, everybody would have heard it because, you know, machine guns and automatic rifles and grenade launchers, they're not quiet unless you're using suppressors on them. And it would have been one of those plus with the tracers and everything going out. It would have been like the 4th of July going off. And of course, then the security forces would have been like, what in the ever-loving fuck is that going off over there? They would have responded, and of course, they're armed as well. And it it could have turned into a really, really bad situation if they didn't know what the hell was going on. They could have ended up shooting at us while we're shooting at this thing, trying to protect ourselves or figure out what the hell it is. We thought that, you know, getting the hell out of there was probably the best idea. Plus, like I said, we were all running like schoolgirls with our bloody running like hell, scared shitless. Lee, how long do you think you were staring at this thing before you took off? In reality time or in the time that it felt like? It felt because like. that's two different there's two different answers to that. Well, why don't you give us both? Right. Yeah. In, in in reality, it would have probably been half a minute, you know, 30 seconds, maybe 40 seconds, something like that, maybe around that. But going through it and looking at it you know, the way how it felt with us, about five or six years. <laughs> you know, it was one of those, it, it was, it was a, because, you know, you're always told monsters don't exist, right. you know, and me, right. me being, me having grown up in the seventies, we only had the big three back when I grew up, you know, you had Bigfoot, you had the aliens and you had the Loch Ness monster. Yep. You right. didn't, you didn't have dog man. You didn't have the Chupacabra. You didn't have, um, oh geez. The um, Moth Jersey Man. Devil, yep. Mothman. Right. You didn't have all this stuff. It was all one of those. It fit into one of those three categories. Or if it didn't fit into one of those three categories, you made it fit into one of those three categories. Mm-hmm. All right. What kind of uh, wildlife, stuff. before I ask you some more questions about the, the what you saw, what kind of wildlife do you have is in that area? Are there bears? Are there wolves? Are there mountain lions there? Uh, you have, there are some bears, but they're very, very, very few. Uh, you have, you have wolves, you have some coyotes, deer, turkey. Um, 
you have bobcat, you have some bobcats and stuff. So, you know, there's nothing that's going to be standing on its back legs and be eight fucking foot tall. Right. And speaking of that, what kind of, can you describe its legs? Were they human-like? Were they animal-like? Oh, they, they were, they were dog-like. They were the, you know, the, I call it the backwards bend on them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I apologize. I forgot about that. They don't have Sorry. a knee. They don't have a knee or their knees in the back side of their legs, so to speak. It bends yeah. yeah. And know, it had those it, kind of legs. Yeah. Did you yeah. notice did you notice a tail? Didn't really look for a tail that I remember. Might have been one. I don't know. He was he was facing it's, you. Uh, it was face. It was pretty much facing us. It was about about a forty five degree angle on us. So you know, it's one of those where when you're looking at it, it's almost chest on straight on on us so it would have been hard to see a tail with the right. direction it was Especially at. In the dark yeah yeah you probably couldn't see any feet i'm guessing either no i couldn't see the feet because there, there was a lot of grass and weeds and shit like that but yeah did you notice any odor or smell from it i didn't notice anything but also the aroma from the chicken factory had been going that night so it was a already had a lovely aroma going through from that so i didn't notice anything different but it was one of those could have been there i just didn't smell it do you have you told many people have you told your family or anybody like that about this i've told a i've told a few people that i trust Uh but you know it's one of those for the most part haven't told that many i've told a few people but i haven't told that many because you know people look at you and they're like you have above a top secret security clearance and you're talking about monsters you need to go have a psyche valve done. We need to make sure that your head's okay. Or you're so, just telling, yeah, the, or you're just telling the truth, period. Exactly. Because and of your security clearance makes you um, credible for sure. Were there any other or have there been any other reports out of that area that you know of? Uh, I've heard, and that now this is off of some of the people on YouTube and stuff that report sightings and stuff, there have been other sightings within 50 miles of there in in Kansas, Southern Missouri. So, um, also out in uh, Iowa and Nebraska and everywhere. Yeah. So, So is there ever a time where you just don't think about this? Is this something that still pops in your head a lot, Lee? This yeah, it's one of those, especially now, it's one of those I've been sort of thinking and going, what in the fuck was that that I did see? And was I really in danger or was it just one of those 
you know, they might have been doing one of these, what is it, ultrasonic frequency things to make us get scared or whatever. Mm-hmm. And been sort of researching them to see if, you know, we might have been in a world of hurt and we just didn't know about it or not. Did you ever say so, that the creature made any noises or growled at you? I, I can't remember. I don't remember, but it was one of those with the pucker factor we had going. <laughs> it could have been right next to my ear uh-huh. and said my name, and I probably wouldn't have heard it because my asshole was that tight it, that you could have dropped a, a bloody char- piece of charcoal in there and you'd have had a bloody... <laughs> 20 point diamond come out gotcha i apologize that's military humor for you that's again good. but yeah. yeah that's all right well man we really appreciate you coming on and telling this story yeah, we do. that we think the fans are going to like this one for sure yeah that's not a problem like i said just for the fans don't go out looking for these things because I can't tell you if they're nice or not. I'm not going to, I'm sure as fuck not going to go over and pet their heads and go, that's a good Rover. Uh Sit, roll over, play dead. I'm going to sit there and look at it and go, if you take a step toward me, I'm going to empty a bloody 50 cal on you. Yeah. I don't think these things are very friendly. uh, Yeah. yeah. They're probably out there. Yeah. From what I've heard. I was going to ask you, do you ever talk to your, your ex-military buddies? Do they ever talk about this story, the ones that were there with you? Uh, I do keep in contact with them. And they all we do is when we talk about it, we just talk about it as the puppy incident. <laughs> that, 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 that way, even though it still scares us, you know, it still scares the living fuck out of me. What almost 30 years later, Yeah, it's right. one of those, it's sort of our way of being able to adjust to it and go, yeah, it was a puppy. It was just something. And yeah, gotcha. but mm-hmm. Brian, do you have anything else for, for Lee? No, man, just uh, thanks for coming on. We've been, we've been looking for a dog man story and, this was a good one. We got so it. We, it. we got it. Yeah. We appreciate it. Yep. Not a problem. You all have a good day. And, and again, thank you for your service. Yes. Not a problem. If you see anything else, okay. you're running anything where you're at, Lee, let us know. Get in contact and, and uh, we'll let you know when we drop this episode. Again, we appreciate it coming on, that you coming on. Yep. Not a problem. And like I said, sorry to make you guys have to wake up early in the morning. So uh, we, we were already mine. Up. Pleasure's mine. <laughs> I'd do this at three in the morning if we had to, for sure. Oh, hell yes. Yeah. All right, bud. You take care now. It's good talking to you. No worries. You all have a good one as well. Have a good one. You too, Lee. Thanks. You too. Hey, guys. It's Todd from Cryptid Creatures. Have you ever thought about making your own podcast? If so, you got to use Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. The cool thing about Anchor is it's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money on your podcast. The more people that listen, the more money you can make. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
Wow, what a great story he had, man. What did you think about that? Man, you're not kidding. That was wild. Crazy. And right just uh, about a state or two away. Not far. And scary. Yeah. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, man. You know, you got special forces guys or whatever they were going out there, and they're running from this thing, these things. I mean, what's that tell you? Can you imagine? They got to be big and scary. Can you imagine running into one of these things just out hiking or something like that? I couldn't I just, I'd no. piss my pants. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I probably would drop a load right there. <laughs> we need to get more encounters like this on. We need to dig into this dogman thing. Uh, yeah, we do. Hopefully this will uh, spark some people out there to come forward and, and give us their story. Absolutely. Yeah, if you guys have had an encounter with a dogman or anything for that matter, come and be on our show. Uh, we'd love to hear your encounters. So email us Absolutely. again at info at cryptidcreatures.co, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Get a hold of us. That's right. We're everywhere. We are. All right, Brian. Well, we'll wrap this up, man. What you got? All right, buddy. That's a great show. So uh, everybody's out there in the woods this summer. Uh, keep your eyes and ears open. Let us know what you see and hear. Exactly. All right. Take care, man. Until next time. All right, buddy. See you. Later.